This week on Erotic Awakening, submissive for the wrong reason, sex questions, and when the playtime stops. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as simply fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. How are you this fine evening? I'm a little tired. I've been working on uh, Beyond the Love stuff all night. It's almost time for Beyond the Love. Uh, Regardless of the fact that we sold out a few weeks ago, people are still pinging us for tickets left and right. Yeah, it, we put out, we were able to get a few more tickets out. We've had a couple of last minute cancellations, but yeah. the waiting list is pretty 32 long. people at this yep. moment. So nothing we can do about that. Um, you know, we want to provide the best experience for people. So if we overcrowd it, it's not going to be a great experience. Yep. So it is what it is at this point. So It's a good problem to have. It is a good problem to have. So. But the problems that we have this week on this week's show is not no problems at all. We are going to be talking about why or if perhaps you are, do you ever wonder if you're submissive for the wrong reason, mm-hmm. as well as we have some sex questions. I love the sex questions. <laughs> Good. But first, we're going to start off with the question of the day, which is this, Dawn. Uh-oh. Yes, sir? I have a question for you. Okay. It is the question of the day. How yes. important is play in your relationship? How important is play in our relationship? I really like play. Okay. I really like play. But our foundation, our main focus is our power exchange. So if it ever became to a point where one of us couldn't play, I mm-hmm. mean, we're getting older, you know, whatever, I, hmm, I want to say it wouldn't impact our relationship but I've been finding out lately that if we go too long without playing, I get a little antsy. Mm-hmm. So is it super important? No, we're not one of these couples that play every weekend or even every event we go to or anything right. like that. But there is a slight importance to it because I, I get in a funky mood if we don't have some play. But not just, not just a scene. It's more about the intimacy and the connection. So, and something about playing creates that. So, I would say there is some importance to it, but it's not the most important thing. I I wonder if I liken it to it's as important as, and this could be a bad example because I don't like TV, but my favorite TV (laughs) show. It's a great thing to do to relieve some stress or to get away from whatever else is going on. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't die if it goes off the air. Right. Um, maybe that's not a great example because part of it that a TV show doesn't do is it does. It can you be a good tool for intimacy for us. So it's mm-hmm. just one of the tools for intimacy for us. Mm-hmm. We're fortunate in that it's not the only tool, and it's not a foundation. You're right. The power exchange is the foundation. Right. Now, I do like my play. You do like your play. So <laughs> let me ask you this. Yes, sir. How important is it in your relationship with Big D? The play part? Yeah. Um, well, that is the only way we have any power exchange. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it's still not huge. It's important because we don't get to see each other that much. So it's like a, um, 
instant connection sort of thing. So if we play, it's more like an instant connection because we don't have that day-to-day, that day-to-day, mm-hmm. that day-to-day. You know, he's married to somebody else. So his main connection yes. is with that person. So for us to get connected in the little bit of time that we have, we, not always, but we we can play yeah. to do that. So I, I That makes total sense to me. And I, I am the same with who I will now give the official podcast name of Meow Face. Um, <laughs> Where exactly what you said, we don't see a lot of each other. And mm-hmm. play can be a quick way to reconnect when mm-hmm. you haven't seen, when you don't get to spend a lot of time with each other. As a matter of fact, she asked me to set aside some time so we could just sit back and watch a movie, mm-hmm. which tells you, you know, that sometimes you need a different way to connect with people. Right. Um, so that makes sense to me. Yeah. I think, though, the, the really important part of it is that if your relationship is based on play, then when that may not be a factor either because of health or because people's tastes change mm-hmm. what's left right so and and i like the fact that i mean I, I do like to play i like pain i like to be a bottom well i like to be a submissive but just oh, that's a whole slew of definitions but you know i like the power exchange in a scene as well so i consider that being a submissive during a scene not a bottom mm-hmm. but um however you define it but um, but because we're poly, or even open to playing with other people, you and I, even though I still love to do it with you, if anything ever happened to where you weren't able to provide that, right? I can find it from somebody else, right? So you know, so yeah, play is important. But like I said, it's not an every weekend thing. It's not a. And when I get um, when there's a lot of it in a short amount of time, I actually feel really really special. And it kind of holds me over during the dry times. <laughs> Good to know. So, um, I'm getting, well, right now I'm, I'm pretty, pretty I don't know about filled, but it's <laughs> definitely in the, uh, I'm, I'm getting a bit. <laughs> well, that, you know, and that's really interesting in that you and I are both playing with, oh, now she needs a podcast name. I was going to go with Little K. But she's not Little K to me. I know. She's Big K to me. Well, but we don't want to use Big K because you've already got a big D as a podcast. Let's give her a different name. And we can't do K because there are so many K's in our life. Um, How about... uh, (laughs) KK. We'll work on your podcast name for now. But it's really interesting. New girl. New girl. Sure. Uh, Both of our relationships with her from different directions Mm -hmm. started off being very play-based. Yes. And they are probably still primarily play-based. Yeah. And this is a, this is primarily, primarily. But I'm finding that I'm doing more lunches and stuff with yeah. her, too. So I'm building something with that. Um, it's, and we should probably explain this, why, why you said from both sides. Because this new person, we're doing something totally different. Mm-hmm. We've never done this before and kind of went into it going, is this even possible? Yeah let's keep an open mind and find out because right. we really like her. Because usually if we pull, an, if we pull, because we do our separate things too, if we pull in a girl to be with together, usually we're together and she wants to be slave and she learns from me as well as learning mm-hmm. from you and mm-hmm. I mentor and, you know, and things like that. And we bring it in like that. This situation is a little different in that she wants two separate experiences. So her experience with you 
is for you to be the master. Um, Power exchange. I'll use the word top for the moment. Top for the moment? Yes. Okay, okay. So, which could change or not. Yeah. Right? And, okay, then I'm going to use the same thing. When her and I are playing, she is absolutely the top. Mm-hmm. And I am absolutely the bottom. When we go out to lunch or just hang out Pokemon hunting, it's peer-to-peer. Uh, well, okay, so in that case, I'll have to reverse on mine then. Okay. Although I'm not going to use the word master. Right. Because we don't, we simply have not made that formal declaration. Right. But there's never a point where she's not in a submissive role when we're interacting. I'm going to be curious about Kinky and Geeky on Friday night then. Yeah. Because her and I have a play date. You and her have a play date, and Meowface wants to play that Red Dwarf game. Red okay. Tab... Red... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Tavern in... Something like that. Geek, the geeks out there know what game I'm talking about. The mm-hmm. drinking game, you yes. know. So it'll be <laughs> where interesting. Where we don't drink. Yes, where you don't <laughs> drink. So it'll be interesting at Kinky and Geeky for um, all those different experiences to be going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Because you'll have had a date with New Girl the night before Kinky and Geeky. Assuming everything goes well. Yes, Yes. <laughs> Assuming everything goes well. So really a lot of interesting things going on. And that's yeah. really neat for us in that we're approaching our 15th anniversary. Or have we already passed it? Uh, we've already passed 15th. Are you talking wedding or collaring? Uh, collaring is what I was thinking. But we have passed collaring that by quite a ways. 16th. Yeah, it's a 16th. Um, and that we still have these new experiences, mm-hmm. new things coming up. Um, and even taking things that we thought we knew and reexamining them. Right. You know, like um, for me, both Meow Face and, which by the way, I think that's a horrible nickname. I'll well, come up with a better one. Um, but with her and with uh, who are currently calling New Girl, has brought new things to the table that we've learned about ourselves, about how we perceive mm-hmm. things and all about that kind of stuff. About how we communicate. Because mm-hmm. we have to communicate for yeah. this to work as well. Yeah. Because I'm still your slave and. The person that you're topping is topping me, and now when we started out together with you mentoring her and teaching her using me as a canvas, right? And then it's separated. So yeah, that's. And I was actually kind of curious because we played for the first time last week, which I understand went exceedingly well. Yeah, it did, and that surprised the hell out of me. Yeah. I didn't think it would. So, it's because uh, I'm used to you being involved, right? Right, and this was different. Yeah, and and it's. Uh, it's not been scary either Mm-mm. as we develop these parallel but separate paths. Yeah. So it's really interesting how this is going to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there will be more situations where the three of us are at the same place at the same time. <laughs> All of us are horny and confused go, on which way to go. You go to grab her hair. She goes to grab mine. We'll see how that turns out. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you'll end up winning regardless of how that goes from there. <laughs> Uh, so there's our question of the day. Um, I do want to mention we only have one new subscriber to the newsletter, which balances out the one person that dumped the <laughs> newsletter recently. So uh, that would be? Crystal from Ohio. Welcome to the newsletter, Crystal, which you'll see us send out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I did just send one out last week, I think. So who asked us about pony play? And who would be asking us about pony play? Because that doesn't seem to make any sense. You no, know, did I write it down? I don't think I wrote down you, who... You did. I don't know that you wrote down who asked us to do it. Somebody asked us to do an episode about pony play, but yes. fortunately, they can jump back to way back in the Wayback Machine, to episode to... 73, 
Where did I write where that down at? Trainer know. Luna and Mystic Storm. Yes. Uh, we did an episode of Pony Play with them some six years ago. So you guys are probably going to be um, uh, hearing about some of our old podcasts because I've had on my 101 goals list to listen to all of our podcasts for quite a while now and I finally got started. So, and some of the interviews I'm not really listening to because what I'm looking for are topics that you and I can talk about as part twos. Right. So, as I was going through the first 100, I remembered someone had asked me about pony play, and I think it was in person. So, yes. I may not remember their name. And um, lo and behold, I found one on pony play that we've already done. The thing is, the first hundred, what, what episode are we on now? 400 and some? Yes. So we're talking in the first couple of years is when that first episode was. Mm-hmm. So what, five years ago. Sure. So I'm not going to remember these things. I'll have to scroll through. But I've actually come up with a couple of ideas to talk about that can be part twos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's always interesting, <laughs> even though we did a episode on blowjobs some yeah, I 400 see, episodes I, ago. Did you see my eyes light up? That's the one I was thinking of. Oh. <laughs> it's interesting how our perspective on those can change. Um, exactly. Exactly. Not to say I don't like them still. I'm not saying that. <laughs> so there was also one on uh, mentoring versus training. And I listened to that and I'm like, oh, why didn't I say this? I always say that. Why didn't I say that? I always say that. Oh, because that was five, six years ago. I hadn't figured that part out yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious about doing a part two on that. So, because we have analogies we use now in our workshops. So, well, awesome, there you go. Awesome. But. Uh, just looking through the other random things uh, before we get into our topic of the day, mm-hmm. um, I'm just kind of curious what the hell did I write down this S vacuum? Rechargeable high end camera. You must have. You must have. Vibrator? Camera okay. vibrator. Yes, then this is exactly what I think it is. And I'm going to. So, Dawn. Yes. You like vibrators? I like dildos more than vibrators. Okay. But yes, I like vibrators. Uh, and you're somewhat of an exhibitionist. Absolutely. <laughs> so, there's this new vibrator that has a camera built into it at the, the tip of it. So that you, and it's got a light. Okay. So that we could use the camera to see inside of your pussy as you're masturbating. Okay, so the cam- the light takes care of the dark tunnel part. Yes. But are, are you going to, s- isn't all you're going to see like the cervix? Yes. Are you going to see I assume the walls? So. <laughs> yeah. I would say if you're really interested, you could YouTube that shit. I watched yeah. it and it's more gross to me than anything else. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> It did not make me say, well, I want to eat some of that right now. Okay, but I can see how some people would be interested in it. Interesting, yeah. yeah. But, but to me, it would just be... Same as like watching surgery on okay. YouTube or watching somebody pop those huge cysts. Oh! It's interesting, but it's not, it doesn't lead me to want to go, well, damn, I wish I had a cyst to pop right now. Oh, God. Oh, the visual. I know. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the so surgery, I'm trying we better to, get into the sex question. I'm trying not to watch the surgery videos. So, but yes. we do have some, we do have some, um, tentacle. We have some tentacle things to mention. Uh, let's see. So 705 sent us a picture of an octopus stuffed into a turkey. Yes. So would you eat that? Well, I like turkey. Yeah. And I like calamari and no, fuck no. And no. <laughs> 
did look kind of gross. Yes, I don't know if absolutely. I can eat it or not. It would make my turkey taste like seafood. That's true. <laughs> And I don't like the taste of seafood. But maybe octopus tastes like sea- like chicken. Oh, could be, could be. So it could be all right. So very interesting, very yes. interesting. But yeah, you're kind of like, oh, neat. Ooh. Oh, cool. Ugh. <laughs> so, um, so that was from 705. And then Sasquatch sent me, it's a, uh, it's a drawing, and it's of a girl leaning against a wall and there's two or uh, there's a couple of tentacles in the picture, like from a monster. Mm-hmm. And one of them has a flower, like, aw, I love you, as the other tentacle is smacking her ass. <laughs> so it's just cute. Uh, speaking of Sasquatch, uh, he sent me a message on the FetLife that just said, woohoo, no subject line or anything, and, and a link. So I clicked on the link, and indeed, woohoo, it was the food on boobs. Uh, yeah. It was a pair of uh, tarts on tits. There you go. Oh, nice. And a fine-looking lady as well. I don't know if um, Cherry Bakewell Boobies, it says. I don't know if that's somebody who knows Sasquatch. <laughs> Feel free to introduce me, though. And um, to his note from seven months ago, yes, we do have a copy of Exploding Kittens now, and we do play it. Nice, nice. So, cool. So just one more thing before I forget on the random things. Um, Eminem from Colorado on FET wrote me a little note and says he loves the show. And then Megan, a podcast fan from Cincinnati, says she plans on visiting the space so that she can meet us. It's on the top of her list. Fantastic. We actually just had um, Fenton Fantasy drop by the space and introduce himself. And it was funny because I was outside setting up a sign for parking. Uh Uh-huh. And I must have yelled at somebody or something. And he turned back and he said, hey, are you Dan? (laughs) Because he recognized your voice. That was really cool. That's really cool. Uh, All right, Don. I have some sex questions for you before we get into that topic. I love sex questions. Do you find genitals physically attractive or weird, gross, or feel not strongly one way or the other? Attractive, usually. Yeah, I would say I mean, it depends on the body. Right? But to me, most of the time, and I can't even think of a time that I haven't thought of them as beautiful things. I completely agree. And I would even agree, do I find... Oh, as being hetero. Boy junk. Attractive. (laughs) I don't find it weird, gross. I guess uh, I would go with option three, unattached, one way or the other. To boy? Boy junk. Yeah. And girl junk, I find attractive. I can't think of a time that I... You know what? I either find it attractive... Often, I am neutral as well. Yeah. If it's... um, It's very dependent on the situation. So we had... Oh, I can't talk about that. We Recently, we were at a play party Mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I saw some scene... And although I'm not a big bondage fan, it was a bondage scene. And there was a person all tied up and their pussy was just kind of like floating out there because they were all tied up. That was attractive. Yeah. But often I'll see like pussy pictures on FetLife and Mm. yeah. 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 So I can see that. I can see that. Whereas I see it kind of as on a spiritual level, kind of God goddess. So do you like the way your genitals look? I do, actually. I do yeah? Yes. Like I don't, how, how yours you look? I see yours. <laughs> you like how yours look? I do like how mine look. And how mine looks? Yeah. I've masturbated in front of a mirror before. Well, there you go. So. Is that a Tantra thing or is it just dirty? That was dirty. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, could you pick out your genitals in a lineup? Probably. 
I think I could. I could because mine bends the wrong way. I've it doesn't told. bend the wrong way at all. <laughs> well, different, a different way. We tried a new position the other night that I really liked. Did we? It is bent perfectly. Oh, yeah. Oh, good, good. I'm glad that you consider that a new uh, tantric position versus me just being lazy and falling over. <laughs> I it did loved work, though. it. I loved it. Yes. It did work. Yes. Um, do you like your butt? Don't like my butt. No, not really. So, because I actually have, and people will laugh at this, I actually have a small butt. It's a small little butt. If you look at the bottom of it, it's two little itty bitty handfuls. My hips, on the other hand, are huge up at the top. I've never separated them in my mind. Yeah? I think that you have a big butt. Look at this. Look, it's two little itty bitty butt cheeks right there. No, this is all butt. That's all hips. No, wow. that's butt. <laughs> Okay, I got things in my pocket. Yeah, Sorry. I see that. But um, okay, if you consider it all butt, then I like it. Okay. If I bend over and it all blends together, I like it. But it's getting ready to change. I have surgery. Uh, I have no opinion on my. As a matter of fact, I don't like my butt. I, I like have, your butt. I have a classic white boy butt. There's not one there. I wear two fat wallets. If I want to pretend <laughs> I have a butt. I think and it's I, cute. I will credit George Carlin with that joke. Okay. That's <laughs> um, and one more. What do you do? Oh, wait a minute. This is a whole group of two. Okay, it's only two. Okay. What do you do with your public hair? My public hair? Yeah. Shave it. My pubic hair. It says public. I'm sorry. (laughs) What do you do with your pubic hair? (laughs) Because I'm like, my public hair is on my head. So, you know, I just try to keep it into order. So pubic hair is the same thing. Try to keep it in order. Sometimes that means trimming. Sometimes that means shaving. Very rarely do I go bushy anymore because I can go bushy uh-huh. and then it takes too much work to get it trimmed and and shaved so sometimes i like a smooth smooth pussy so i'll shave it have i ever shaved your pussy yes you have yes i have yep yep in the apartment i remember us trying that yeah. because i was really interested into it made I'd a actually, whole shaving kit and everything and we did it once and we were done i'd like to do it with a um straight razor i've got someone that's actually volunteered to do it with a straight razor so, to do you with a straight mm-hmm. razor? To do me with a straight razor. So I'd like that. I trust him. I'll tell you who it is later. Why? Well, how about if I have new girl shave your pussy with a straight razor while I'm spanking her? No, I don't <laughs> think that would work. So, and the only reason I I've, I've, I found this person air quotes found this person to do the straight razors because we were doing the Kickstarter cards as mm. a um, foreplay. Yes. And that came across. And he's like, oh, did you know I'm collecting straight razors now and learning how to use them? And I would love to, to shave your pussy. Is that our friend from the Board of Education? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm a good guesser. Yep. So. And finally, on the sex questions for the moment, wait, wait, we're all in 55. What do, do, what do you do with your pubic Absolutely hair? nothing. I know. It's all wishy. <laughs> <laughs> do you care or have a preference to what your partners do with their pub- pubic hair? No, as long as it's clean, you know? So, because um, I'm okay with shaved, I'm okay with trimmed, I'm okay with bushy. As long as, if you're bushy and I go down on you and then I have to pick a hair out of my teeth, as long Mm -hmm. as you're not going, ooh, because it's your pubic hair. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's that's my only requirement. But, uh, nah, as long as it's clean, I don't care. Hmm. How about you? Um, Well, for me... Uh-oh, what are you looking at? Erotic Weekend is sponsored in part by KJ Canes. Home of the original designer glow-in-the-dark and light-up canes. It's where art and pleasure come together to suit your unique style. They have the biggest selection of canes on the net. 
And it's more than canes. Check out the brand new KJCanes.com for a great selection of hand-poured low-tent paraffin and soy wax candles, as well as all the basics such as gags, collars, fetish jewelry, nipple clamps, whips, floggers, paddles, vibes, and more. EA listeners get 10% off of orders of $25 or more with discount code DND16. Head over to KJCanes.com and buy some stuff. And if you do, I will answer the question, what do I do with my pubic hair? Hell, I'll throw some into the bargain you can have some. But, it's a collector's piece. So, but but what do you like on a girl? Oh. Um, it really, one, I like a girl to do something with her pubic hair for me. Mm-hmm. Whether it's shaved or trimmed, because they're doing it for me. That's always oh, hot when somebody does nice. it for you. Right. Um, I'm good with, it really depends on the girl. Depends on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't intrinsically find one way more attractive than the other. And if the girl is of the young, young age, which mm-hmm. I don't have any young, young people I'm seeing right now. No, but, but you it, had one at one point. Yes, in the, you know, like low 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they maybe, then I would just assume that they let it grow. Yeah. So it doesn't look too young. Or something. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess that's just kind of a wacky thing for me. Yeah. Um, eh, I don't really care one way or the other, to be honest, though. As long as, you know... Yeah, I guess I don't care, you know? I know at one point when we first started dating, you told me that you liked a certain shaving method. Yes. The whole landing strip thing. Yes. And um, for me, because I'm a larger girl and mm-hmm. it's harder to shave, it's an all or nothing proposition. <laughs> it's either there is no designs with the pubic hair. <laughs> it's either all gone or not. <laughs> so, cool. Hi. Hi. So, Dawn, um, this topic of the day is more, it's absolutely a Dawn topic, not a Dan topic. Although I'm sure I have input because mm-hmm. I, I always uh, have things to say. Um <laughs> And it's a very straightforward question, and I know you've been thinking about it for a while. Do you ever wonder if you are a submissive for the wrong reason? And I suppose I will give our listeners a um, content warning. Okay. Because I assume that part of your answer uh, may delve into your past. Could, which, so let's do... Not a content... Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Yes. So trigger warning. So it could, but keep in mind, I don't give details... Right, right. We're not going to big, long war story. But just um, allude to stuff that, yeah, so it could be a trigger warning. So take a breath and just, you know, just listen. Or fast forward to the music and find out who the uh, tentacle porn provider (laughs) of the week is. Exactly, exactly. Side note, you should be listening at the end of the podcast so we can make those announcements. And uh, so, Don, do you ever wonder if you're a submissive for the wrong reason? Well, this started... um, we started our relationship 17 years ago when we moved in, mm-hmm. 17 years ago. We actually started, we had our first interview 18 years ago. And that was actually just after, probably a year after I started my healing path, right? So did I ever wonder if I was submissive for the wrong reason? Absolutely. Okay. I went through that. I went you know, maybe I need to be a submissive because I can't take care of myself because I was abused in the past. You know, regardless of the logic that I just came out of a 14-year marriage where I took care of everything, 
right? So obviously I can take care of me, I can take care of my kids, I can take care of a family, I can take care of finances, but now I wanna be a submissive after starting my healing path. So I absolutely looked at that. I absolutely looked at maybe I really was a submissive because of what happened to me. Maybe that's how I was supposed to turn out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would get depressed and I would actually have some shame, have some guilt. I would have to talk to you about it. Um, Hell, I even talked to your first ex-wife about it because she had also gotten into the lifestyle. And her and I, we used to be friends in high school. Long story. We should talk about that (laughs) sometime. But, you know, I'd be on Facebook and I'd I'd be like, talking to her personally, I'd be like, you know, you got into this too. What if when you've got a bad background, what if we're into this because of the abuse that happened when we were kids? And... You know, her response was, you're submissive. I'm like, yeah, I really get off on being submissive to Dan, which was weird because, like I said, she's your first (laughs) ex-wife. And she's like, are you harming anybody, including yourself? And I'm like, absolutely not. Actually, I'm having a lot of fun enjoying myself, learning that I can surrender to somebody else and be empowered by it. And, you know, things like that. She goes, then what the hell is the problem? I'm like, but what if, what if I'm really doing this because I'm broken? She's like, are you? I'm like, well, uh, yeah, you know, and I would have to think about it. Some days I would be in a depressive mode and go, yes, I am broken. Mm-hmm. And other days I'd be like, fuck no, I'm an empowered slave, you know, and things like that. So absolutely went back and forth with the, uh, you know, am I, am I doing this for the wrong reason? Am I doing it so that somebody takes care of me? Do you, do you still wonder about that? Um, not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. Um, I think over, you know, over this long, I've really just figured out, you know, I, I, I figured out over time that actually surrendering to somebody that I trust and that I've built this relationship with consensually is the most beneficial thing that I've ever done before in my life. Okay. On my healing path, it is the most healing thing I have ever done before in my life, which was to find a man that I trust and trust him enough not to harm me and be able to surrender everything to him. So, you know, and specifically a man, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the past baggage. Right. So, and look how our lives have turned out. Am I harming anybody by being who I am? Am I harming myself? I mean, look at what we've accomplished together. Mm -hmm. Look at how our relationship, how strong it is. Because we live in a hierarchical relationship where I know where the buck stops. You know? It's just... and. You do take care of me sometimes, but you also take care of me by making me grow as a person. So this has been a very growth-oriented relationship, and and the other ones that I had were not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've absolutely wondered about it, but I am absolutely in a spot where... I went into it for the exact right reasons. And I totally believe that. Is there any one particular 
aha moments or is it a series of aha moments? I think it's a series of aha moments because I think um, I think I live on a spiral. So it's like I'll have an aha, figure something out, then something else will go wrong and I'll have to spiral back around and have mm-hmm. another aha moment, but I'm a little bit higher. You know what I mean? So a little bit further along on the healing path. So, yeah. I wonder, though, you know, part of the problem with this whole question is the, what is the, for the wrong reason, you know? Well, um, I would think that they mean, do you think submissives become submissives so that they don't ever have to do anything for themselves again? Or they become submissives because they're lazy and just right. want to be told what to do? Or blah, blah, blah. So that can be classified as wrong, mm-hmm. right? But I don't always agree with that either. Okay? Yeah, it may well be that maybe a submissive becomes a submissive to be lazy, which, by the way, makes no sense whatsoever. Because well, we do a lot of work. <laughs> but And the person that they find that they end up with happens to like having a lazy submissive and likes to take care of them. Or micromanage them. Or, or yeah, teach really them digs- how not to be lazy. Yeah. Or, so yeah. it may well be that... Um, yeah, so you can't just say that's a wrong reason. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people that will say you can't be um, a true slave or a true submissive in a relationship unless you bring a lot to the table. Right. And you're fully functional. And I don't always believe that either because I was not fully functional when I came to the table. I was still on a healing path. The only reason that, you know, the only thing that I consider the, the wrong reason is mm-hmm. something that is unethical. It may well be that you become a submissive because of some. See, Eve, I don't even know if becoming a submissive because of baggage is a wrong reason. Right. It's not necessarily baggage either. It is life experience. It may be mm-hmm. negative or positive experience, but it's tribes. And it's certainly true. One of the things I think that's important to say is that you and I did enough research in our community to determine that not all submissives have some traumatic past right. and not all dominants have this key indicator that says, ah, you're going to be a dominant or, ah, you'll be a submissive, right? There's, it's not like all submissives were um, executives right. right, in their day jobs. So at night they need this release. And it's not like all dominants are blah, 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 right? right? Well, I know, and, and I literally did some research, mm-hmm. right? So not not true whatever, you know, research, but um, <laughs> research enough for me. Ex-slave bat is currently, will be getting her hackles up. Right. right. Are banding about the word research. Right. So, but it, it, was, it was for me. I needed to ask people to see if... Um, if everybody in the lifestyle had a traumatic background, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what you read. That's what my ex-husband told me was that the only reason I was interested in it was because I wanted to relive the past, which is absolutely because it's because he read that somewhere. Right. I don't know that he truly believed it. He read it somewhere. And um, that is so not the truth, right? Totally different energy. And so I started asking people that would talk to me. And some I asked in the lifestyle, some had past trauma and they were dominants. Some had past trauma and they were submissive. Some were switches. Some never had any trauma. And then look at how many people that are in the vanilla world, sorry for that term, but I don't know, mainstream world, that have had trauma and don't end up in our community. Mm -hmm. 
right? I've got three sisters. I know at least two of them experienced the same thing that I did from the same person. Not as long, but, you know, length doesn't matter. They're not in this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, they, 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 it's just not the way they went. So there's a, I'm the 25% of that situation. So, you know, I just, there's, there's, there's people that have trauma that end up in the community and people that don't. There's people in the community that have never experienced it and still get off on it, blah, blah, blah. Are you happy? I am absolutely happy. I am fulfilled and happy. And yeah, and that's, you know, the other, and if you put those two together, then you must be doing the right thing. Yes, I believe so. Don, did you know that the Green Backpack podcast has more likes than we do? (gasps) Say it isn't so. It is, it is. But you can fix that. You can rate us on iTunes, tweet about us, like us on Facebook, or tell your friends. Awesome, awesome. And if you have anything, if you have any questions about what we talked about just um, for the topic of the day, or you have any other topics, we are always interested in topics. So you can write us at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Or you can find our Facebook group, which is Erotic Awakening, one word. Or they can write us and ask to be put on the secret Facebook group. That's very true. We now have a secret Facebook group that we interact with our listeners with on occasion. Which, by the way, we uh, need to interact with our listeners more occasionally. Yes, so we have had some new people join. Um, And you can also find us on FetLife, Erotic Awakening, two words. Look for the owners, and that would be me and Dan. So, awesome. Wow. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. You're currently listening to a song called Wim. The official EA Twatter is still Reverend Danny Smite. The person we've seen most recently is Fet in Fantasy. And the current sender of Tentacles is 705 and Sasquatch. The provider of graphic novels is Blank. Ooh, we need people to send us more comic Oh, I book think Johnny stuff. Jackhammer. Could you just re-plug his name in there? You know, it? I ended up Keep... putting that comic book in my office. So there you go. It during downtime. The official food that goes on boobs is nipple tarts. Thank you, Sasquatch. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. <laughs>